0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you got to deal with a very spiteful teacher, you need to meet them with some great malicious compliance. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, no work-related errands at lunchtime? Okay. From time to time we have immediate needs for random items in the office, so when that happens I make a quick run to get the needed item while I'm already out at lunch. This is not in my job description, nor anyone else's. Someone at corporate orders regular office supplies and that covers most of our daily needs. I've been working here for years and just took it upon myself to fill special orders, since I'm the only person in our office location with a company credit card. Just trying to be helpful, right? I had to special order some paper, which required me to go to the office supply store. It took about an hour. Like I said, I'd been doing this for years with no issue and my efforts had always been appreciated, so I didn't think anything of it. When I returned to the office, I was called in to explain my long lunch to my boss. I told him where I was and showed him the receipt for the paper, but to my surprise, he was still upset. He said, all office supplies have to be ordered through corporate. He also said I could no longer use the company card without his okay. Cue malicious compliance. When my coworkers sent me requests, I just told them they needed to contact corporate. Because many of these requests were specific to our department, I was the only one who really knew what was needed. So of course the orders got screwed up and often took a week or more when they were needed the same or next day. People making twice my salary have been tied up with supply orders and certain projects have been put on hold until special order materials arrive. Sometimes the items we've gotten are not what we requested, so that caused even more delays. My coworkers are getting frustrated and angry. I could easily resolve these issues, but I've been told to stand down, so that's what I'm doing. I'm anticipating my boss will wanna undo his new rule as the outcry gets louder, but it's really not my job. I was just doing it as a favor. I'm sure the experts at corporate can figure it out. It's always so baffling when somebody gives you a hard time for going out of your way to help out. So understandably, I mean, I would be like, okay, forget it then. But then they give that shocked Pikachu face when, surprise, you don't keep doing it. Also hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy awesome stories of malicious compliance, why to not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our next story is, popped my malicious compliance cherry. Had my first ever malicious compliance situation the past few days and it feels so good. Some background, I've been with this company for a little over 11 years now. The past 4 years, I've been a full-time department lead. Up until about a year and a half ago, the company decided to integrate my department, Nutrition, into every other department. Grocery, produce, dairy, meat, frozen, etc, which technically did away with nutrition, since all the other departments were now working nutrition in their respective areas. Since my department doesn't exist anymore, there's no need for the full-time lead clerk, me. However, I am grandfathered into that position. I'm now a part-time clerk, still getting the extra lead clerk pay in 40 plus hours a week. Now for the fun part. We got a new manager not too long ago, and she is a crossed I's and dotted T's type of manager. Everything by the book. A couple weeks ago, she found out that I'm only part-time. My scheduled work hours went from 40 down to 20 to 24 a week. No biggie. I still stay over and come in on a day off to get my 40. This past week, one of my scheduled days was just a 4-hour shift in dairy, 7am to 11am. We had one other person schedule that morning, 4 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Our delivery was running late as freak that day, so manager lady pulled the other dairy person to help pick a few online orders since they were behind. Delivery finally arrives at around 10.40 a.m. No biggie. I stayed over for an hour to help my coworker get our truck stocked. 12.15 p.m. rolls around, and manager lady yet again pulls my coworker out of the department to collect shopping carts from the parking lot so I leave. Today, also a a 7am to 11am shift, this conversation happens around 10.30. Manager says, what in the world happened yesterday? I said, that's a broad question, in terms of what? Why did you leave with the eggs and milks almost completely empty? I said, they were full when I left. She said, no, they absolutely were not. So what happened? I said, I filled milk and eggs. They said, there's no possible way. I had to come back here at 3.30 and get milk on the shelves because they were empty. There's no way we sold that many gallons and half gallons within 30 minutes of you leaving. I said, that would be impressive. Anyways, what time do you think I left? They said, three. I said, nope, twelve. They said, you didn't even stay for your full shift? That is unacceptable. You need to be here when you're scheduled. When I get back from lunch at 11.15, meet me upstairs so we can further discuss your behavior." I said, okay. 11am rolls around and I leave. 30 minutes later, she calls me raising absolute heck. When she was done ranting, my reply was, you wrote out and posted the schedule. You also said that I need to be there only when I'm scheduled, so I apologize for staying an hour over yesterday. She hung up on me instantly. Pretty sure I smiled the entire drive home after that. I must say it felt quite nice. I don't understand. Why is she giving you such a hard time, but then also expecting you to stay over to get whatever job done? I mean, if you can't get the job done in your amount of time that you're on the clock, well, I'm sorry, but if you're going to stress so hard about working only your scheduled hours, what can you do? This next story is cool. Business class for over a year. Worked at a little US-based startup that was being acquired by an industry giant. Had a good management role and flew across the globe a lot, but as a startup, we are frugal and kept spending as low as possible. I had a surgery planned for months before the acquisition. Serious crap, big spinal surgery involving titanium, etc. So I have the surgery, all is well. I'm off for a 3-4 to four week to recover, and as I'm recovering, the merger into the new company completes and we have a large company event in China coming up. So I call my VP and tell him, love to come but cannot fly sitting up for 12 hours yet. Lying flat in business class works but will cost $1,500 more. VP says, that's a no-brainer, we want you there, book it. So I try to book, and here comes NumNut's CPO of the new big company, explain the situation to him and the VP pre-approval, and he gives me the... We bought you guys. That is not how things work in this company, Mr. Speech. He needs doctors' proof of my surgery. I offer to send him some bloody pictures of my surgery and scars if he doesn't believe me. Nope. Needs to be a doc signature on it and explanation why. That is how the procedure works here. I tell him I was operated on by a top spinal surgeon who doesn't have the time to write a letter to a tiny PPCPO. Numbnuts ends call power tripping with, "'Well, I guess you won't be going to Shanghai, mister.'" Following week, I had a planned checkup with Surgeon. He asks how things are, and I say all is great except Mr. NumNuts making things unnecessarily complicated at work. Surgeon smiles and says, "'Don't worry, I know the type. We will get him.'" Two days later, I get a letter from him in the mail detailing that any flight over 15 minutes needs to be business class for the next 18 months to not risk my recovery. I submit the letter to NumNuts, he forwards it to HR and expense approvals, and I raked in more miles that year than I did in five years before. Thanks for the tip, NumNuts. Probably ended up costing them at least $20,000 extra. One category of story, one category of tale I love hearing and never get tired of, is one where somebody insists that you need to have a doctor's note And that doctor is such a homie that they just give you all that and more. What I love about it is most of these doctors in that situation know it's such a huge waste of their time to have to deal with this. It's essentially your employer saying, go get your report card from your doctor and bring it back. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European Linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to Quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Our next story is Mark Me As Tardy. I'll be back later then. Let me take you back to a day far in my past at an educational summer camp. Now, dear reader, I could tell you this tale in a few lines, give you a nice chuckle and let us all move on with our day, but what would be the fun in that? So get ready and strap yourself in for this overly long tale. The setup? I was the stereotypical bookish type using my breaks to read books rather than making small talk with my classmates and adventuring to hangout spots around the school. However, something, not drugs, was in the air that day and I decided it was time to take a risk. I'd been hearing about the decadent chocolate muffins provided in the recreational center for a good price too, and had spent the morning math session dreaming of devouring the chocolatey goodness as I read through another chapter of my book. So when our 15 minute break hit, I gathered up all my courage and took my directionally challenged butt. To begin the perilous quest of finding this mythical rexen. Luckily, I quickly realized every other student was also heading there, so I was able to follow them. Unfortunately, in my haste, I left my poor precious book perched atop my desk. I can still hear its pained voice calling out to me as I stumbled down the stairs. How could you leave me behind like this? Alas, I could not retrieve it, as I needed to follow the horde of children if I wanted to bless my taste buds with a chocolate muffin I'd been craving ever since class had started. I got to the Rexen in one piece, however squished in the middle of the stampede I was and somehow found myself at a reasonable spot in line at the snack counter. Now, I won't bore you with the details, but oh stars, holy crap, goodness gracious, dear reader, This muffin far exceeded every one of my expectations. Soft with big, slightly melted chocolate chunks enveloped in its warm, velvety texture. The muffin itself looked stunning as well and I could hear the background music playing as I saw the muffin and everything else disappeared from view. It had an angelic halo and golden glow and was calling out to me as I stared at it with rose-colored glasses as the wind blew my bangs back in slow motion and flowers bloomed across the screen. And the taste? Oh, the taste. The muffin was full of all the sugar my young self could ever want. It was moist and soft and would crumble in your mouth but stayed together beforehand, not making a mess. This muffin was the most perfect baked good I had ever encountered, and I even had a lovely attention-grabbing book to read as I enjoyed the chocolate delight! Was this what heaven was like? After I bought the muffin and returned to reality, I noticed the other students dispersing around the room, chatting and playing random games. I pitied the poor fool who had to clear up their extravagant mess, but even the wince that accompanied that thought couldn't damper my mood. My entire life is cumulated into this one stunning moment and I'd be danged if I didn't properly enjoy it. All that was left to do was to trudge back upstairs to the classroom, retrieve my book, and have the single best moment of my life so far. Unfortunately, it didn't work that way. Since all the other kids looked as if they wouldn't leave for a while, I was forced to try to find my own way back up the stairs to our classroom and therefore to my own beloved book. Of course, I ended up stumbling around, lost for quite a while and by the time I found my way back to the classroom, half-eaten muffin in hand, the break was already nearing its close. Food was not allowed inside the classroom, so I was forced to leave the rest of my perfect chocolate muffin on the table outside as I returned to the room for attendance. Allowing myself only a few forlorn looks back at the muffin, I quickly hurried to my seat and sat down. My teacher had already started attendance, so I sat in my seat quietly and waited to announce my presence. The situation and compliance. Ollie, fig name. Here. I tensed up, ready for my name to come next, but it didn't. Instead she paused as she looked at her attendance sheet and scribbled something by my name. Oprah, fig name. Here. What? Had she skipped me? But no, that didn't make any sense, I was clearly there, sitting in my seat, and she must have seen my name on the alphabetical list. I realized I must have spaced out as she sat back down at her desk and chatter started up around me. Embodying every bit of the shy bookish kid trope, I got up slowly and quietly made my way to the teacher's desk. Um, miss, I think you missed my name, OP, on the attendance sheet. She paused her writing and looked up slowly at me. No, you were tardy and not in your seat on time, so I marked you as tardy. What? No way! The rule here was if you were 15 minutes or less late to class, you were marked as tardy and got 5 penalty points. How could she mark me as 15 minutes late for being maybe 5 seconds late? I had walked into the classroom before the minute hand had turned to the point where class had started. It wasn't my fault she decided to start attendance early. Well, whatever. If she was going to mark me as late then so be it. I glanced back up at the clock and went to the desk to pick up my book. Then I started towards the door. OP, where are you going? I said, oh, don't worry. I'll be back in 12 minutes. If you're going to mark me down for being 15 minutes late, then I will be 15 minutes late. I felt like I was having my main character moment as her mouth dropped open in shock. But really, what did she expect? I walked out the door, flipped to the correct page in my book, and finally settled down to enjoy the rest of my chocolate muffin as my plans were finally fulfilled, with the bonus of having a little smug feeling about the whole ordeal. I'm not gonna lie, I've had horrendous, awful, almost spiteful seeming teachers like this in the past. In second grade, I had the same teacher for the entire year, we went to recess maybe twice the entire year. Six, seven year olds? Recess twice in the entire year? In a situation like this, OP did absolutely the right thing because you know arguing with a teacher like that is going nowhere. What's she going to do, try to get you written up and expose herself for marking you as 15 minutes late when you were 5 seconds early? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time. With some more stories...